We see that this whole society, man, exists and rests upon workers, and that this whole motherfucking society controlled by this ruling clique is parasitic, voyeuristic, cannibalistic, and is sucking and destroying, man, the life of motherfucking workers, and we have to stop it because it's evil. You're listening to a rankandfile.ca podcast. Rankandfile.ca is a website dedicated to providing labor news and analysis for rebuilding trade unions and the workers' movement from below. Hi there, this is RankinFile.ca editor Gerard DiTrolio. On this week's episode, we have our West Coast correspondent Daniel Sege interviewing Mark Brown of the Ontario chapter of the Coalition of Black Trade Unionists. Uh, Mark will be talking about the organization's history in Ontario and as well as the uh, challenges of organizing against anti-black racism at the workplace, in trade unions, and beyond. Now here's Mark. So Mark, um, I understand that there has been an international um, uh, chapter or uh, the, the umbrella group of the Coalition of Black Trade Unionists. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about uh, the history of uh, uh, the coalition uh, in Ontario, um, when it formed, and what some of the uh, uh, struggles or situations were that uh, uh, inspired its formation? Well, the, the Coalition of Black Trade Unionists in Ontario was uh, uh, formed in 1996. Um, it is a chapter of the of the uh, National uh, Coalition of Black Trade Unionists. Um, the president at that time was Janice Geary, and uh, it was formed primarily to give uh, black workers, African Canadian workers, uh, a, a voice, a voice in the in the labor movement, a voice when they're within their uh, affiliations and support. Um, the Ontario chapter does a lot of work with uh, community organizations as well on issues that um, pertain to the community, uh, things like the zero gun violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do a lot of work or a lot of support with the uh, with the Black Lives Matter Toronto, uh, as well as the uh, work around the overall labor movement uh, in relation to the anti-racism directorate and uh, labor law reform. Mm-hmm. So, so the, the objective is, is, is primarily to give a platform to uh, black workers that, that wasn't there uh, before. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the, the current struggles of uh, black workers in Ontario? Well, the current struggle in black workers in Ontario, I would say, is the same struggles or the current struggles of black workers in society. Mm-hmm. Um, we still struggle, not just within the labor movement, but in every organization, in every institution, with anti-black racism. Mm-hmm. Uh, racism is something that uh, we believe is ingrained in the fabric of Canadian society. And as a result, no organization can claim to be completely free of it. Um, so in saying that, there's still a need within some of the affiliates, within all of the affiliates, um, for adequate representation of people of color uh, in leadership roles. Um, we advocate for uh, equity seats in some, some affiliates have, have had that struggle and, and they've successfully added equity seats, like QP, for example. Uh, other affiliates have had that struggle and uh, rejected the equity seats, like the Canadian Union of Postal Workers, which is my, the union 
continent that I'm from as well. Mm -hmm. So there is still um, there is still a, a, a lot of work ahead of us, um, but the, the coalition of black trade union is is, is uh, paramount within the, within that struggle for equality for black workers within the labor movement and within the community. Right. So so just to expand on um, um, the struggles um, beyond you mentioned racism. I'm assuming maybe you mean like interpersonal racism, the racism of uh, of um, uh, uh, people hiring, uh, who to hire, um, are are black workers uh, more likely to be subject to things that uh, other workers are subject to? So whether it's contracting out, or uh, are they are black workers less likely to be unionized? Um, are there are there uh, kind of systemic barriers and struggles that black workers face? Well, there are systemic. Uh, barriers, but those barriers, are, uh, I, I want to make it clear, those barriers are bigger than the labor movement. Mm -hmm. One of the things that we're dealing with, that we're struggling with um, right now, is the, the labor law reform, which is a, an opportunity that uh, we have in the labor movement to reshape uh, labor law in Canada. Now, there are several ways in which the current labor laws, the way they are now, disproportionately affect workers of color. Mm -hmm. uh, one of those things has to do with contract. Contract. So, for example, um, I'll give you an example of airport workers. They would, uh, they may unionize, they may negotiate a, a, a decent, um, negotiate the terms of their employment. And then what will happen is, is that the contract will change, the employer will change, the employees remain the same, the work remains the same. The employer changes because the contract is now changing hands. Change hands. All of a sudden, all of those gains that those workers made at the bargaining table are reset to zero. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. these are things that constantly set workers back. And especially in the, in the Toronto area, a disproportionate number of those workers are workers of color. Right. Another issue that, uh, that we're working on as well is the $15 minimum wage. Now, it wasn't too long ago that the minimum wage was somewhere in the area of 7 or $8, and that was considered a luxury. Right? Now, and today, there aren't too many people that would call that a, a, a luxury. $15 minimum wage puts somebody, puts an individual barely above the poverty line. And as the Coalition of Black Trade Unions, as, as a, a, a single of the labor movement, we believe that nobody should be working full-time and living below the poverty line. Mm -hmm. And again, a disproportionate mm -hmm. number of those people that are working for that minimum wage, and in some cases below the minimum wage, are workers of color. Right. So these are things that uh, workers uh, experience that beyond the labor movement, but the, the, the work of the Coalition of Black Trade Unionists and the work of the Greater Labor Movement as well is to work towards changing those situations positively on behalf of workers. Right. So just, uh, um, uh, yeah, you mentioned airport workers and that people of color are disproportionately in sectors uh, that are more vulnerable. Um, can, you, yes. can you give us a, a, a broader ah. sense of which sectors do black workers in Ontario um, uh, work in and uh, uh, that uh, the coalition is working with? in a broader section we don't just work with black workers um that uh that, that are suffering uh, 
within the minimum wage. Um, for for example, um, there are workers in there, there are workers in every sector, but we still, as black workers, we still suffer sometimes from the last hired first fired syndrome. So the work that we do around that is is to um, protect or, or to not to protect but to support those those workers in their struggle for to, in order to earn a decent living. Right. That could be in any sector. That could be we have members that are in the construction sector. We have members that are in the the uh, government sector, federal and municipal. We have members that are struggling in the education sector, um, and even some that are in, in the auto or in the manufacturing sector. Um, manufacturing sector is something that has been hit hard, very hard over the years, uh, as a result of some of these trade agreements. And again, when things are tight, um, oftentimes a disproportionate number of the people that are affected are workers of color, but it's a broader, Um, so, I want to talk more about uh, uh, exactly what the coalition does uh, to address these issues. Uh, I think I've seen on the website uh, that there's been a push to uh, gain representation on the boards of uh, the, uh, Canada Labour Council, uh, Council, or sorry, Congress, um, and uh, on the Ontario Federation of Labour, and um, uh, to gain representation on the staff. Uh, uh, and uh, boards of various unions. Um, what else? What else specifically does uh, the coalition do? Well, one of the things that, that we also advocate for or that we're working on is with the anti-racism directive. Mm -hmm. um, one of uh, one of the labor's demands, um, or um, in relation to the uh, anti-racism directive, is a joint uh, labor and community. Um, advising board for the for the directorate. Um, that is something that the coalition of black trade unionists uh, supports um, and, and because we believe that uh, as the voice of, of, of black workers in Ontario it's important to bring our voices to the table. Um, so that's one specific area in, in the areas of the Federation of Labor. Uh, we have equity vice presidents. Mm -hmm. that are connected democratically within a caucus, within their working group, by workers of color. Um, we have, we have, um, we have uh, similar at the CLC level um, as well, uh, equity vice presidents, again, to bring to the table the, the issues that are facing black workers, uh, well, workers of color, not specifically black workers, but workers mm -hmm. of color, um, right across the country. So the idea is, is, is to bring forth our issues, to have the difficult discussions, the uncomfortable discussions, to, to, to make it known, you know, what kind of support we need from labor, because at the end of the day, we are labor. The workers of color are part of the equation who built Canada and made Canada who they are, and when labor represents workers, though a significant portion of those workers are workers of color, and labor is, is representing itself on that as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think it was last month there was the um, that 
big Rise Up conference, the second national yeah. human rights conference. Um, yeah. Can you tell, tell us a little bit about that? I understand Danny Glover, the actor, uh, uh, spoke. Um, and uh, I'm curious about that maybe, I don't know, I guess just because he's American, <laughs> about the connection between um, the struggles of black workers in Canada and uh, those of the United States. Um, there are similar organizations in the United States, like the National Black Worker Center Project. Uh, and I'm just curious about what the, uh, the similarities and struggles are and um, uh, the importance of creating something like uh, international solidarity. So the, 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 the struggles of black workers um, across the world I would say in some ways are unique. They have differences, but in some ways are unique. There is a reason why there are Black Lives Matter chapters all over the world. Um, workers of color continue to cry out for similar struggles around equity, around opportunity, around uh, anti-Black racism, and that, that does not have borders. And one of the things that Danny Glover does, we, we see him as an actor and a, and a filmmaker, and that's how most people think of him. But he's also a representative of the United Nations, specifically the working group um, around uh, matters that affect uh, people of African descent. He's their, their spokesperson, and he brings that lens to the equation. Um, he he uh, was part of a panel at the Rise Up uh, conference, and doesn't hesitate to speak about the, the work and the role that the UN does uh, around um, ar around uh, people of African descent. Um, continually, whether you're on in north of the border or south of the border, we still deal with issues of racism, issues that pertain that that are, uh, are um, what's the word I'm looking for side effects of the transatlantic slave trade. Mm -hmm. As, uh, as south of the border, as, as the elective officials, they, they signed the flames of racism. Um, I say they, sorry, one of the candidates signed those flames of racism. The heat from those flames, we feel it here in Toronto. So it's important in Canada, not just Toronto, but right across Canada. So it's important that we continue to um, have solidarity with our brothers and sisters around the world. We discuss our struggles. We discuss. We we, we put forth our, our strategies, and and we're all stronger before uh, as a result of of those those uh, coalition. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I mean, personally, I, I would say uh, maybe both presidential candidates have fanned uh, some flames, uh, whether implicitly or not. Um, of, uh, of racism, but uh, I, I, I absolutely agree that uh, uh, that we need to make those connections, and uh, uh, I, I appreciate the work of the Coalition of uh, Black Trade Unionists in Ontario, and uh, thank you very much, Mark, for uh, uh, joining us on uh, Rank and File Podcast. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to a rankandfile.ca podcast. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Thank you.